Hey everybody, welcome to Live Set Apart. I'm Emily. I'm Hannah. And we are a podcast that takes random subjects and we talk about it from a biblical word, world view. Word view. Of course. Of course. <laughs> that's, that's always how it goes. Uh, once again, we're joined here with Eden. Eden? Say hi. Oh. She doesn't want to talk. Uh, <laughs> nope. The one month old doesn't want to talk. Nope. I'm sure she'll be loud in a moment or two. Who yes. knows? But anyway, yeah, we're here recording on a beautiful fall, summer feeling day. We're indoors on a beautiful day. Of course. Yay. We're doing this for you guys. Though I was outdoors earlier. I wasn't out. Well, actually, okay, so I went out for a walk with school, but besides that, I wasn't really outdoors. That counts. Mm, but not as much as you probably went outside. Could be the same. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, i trying to think. Uh, for housekeeping, do we have anything besides me trying to struggle bus through the Instagram? Nope, that's the ongoing joke. <laughs> it's literally, it's not even a joke, it's real at this point. Yep, it's actually it's not a real. joke. It's been real, it's not a joke. <laughs> so please, we're taking applications. Actually, no, I said you don't have to apply. No, <laughs> just anyone who can run it. <laughs> just run it. <laughs> we, need, we need someone to take over our Instagram. <laughs> that's right, right, Eden? Get riled up. Yeah, it, it'll be fine. We'll all be fine <laughs> one day. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, so that's about it. Um, before we continue on with our next thing in the relationship series, relationships. That should be our intro. Relationships. I would love. Like, can we just like record that would, and just play that in there? And <laughs> just repeat it over. Relationships. And over. Re- 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 relationships. <laughs> Wait, that's even better. Relationships. And then the turn off our episode happens immediately, and the person moves on to the next cutscene. <laughs> The next thing they want to listen to on Spotify that is far superior. <laughs> Click. Yes. My girl. But yes. So before we talk about that, I have a question for you. Okay. It's not going to be too crazy. Slap me with it. <laughs> Don't slap me. Just slap me with the question. <laughs> okay so this one podcast that i absolutely love is definitely like my top like three podcasts um they talked about in every relationship there's the impressed spouse versus the unimpressed spouse oh yes um and they've they've had their comments and stuff on it and like would talk about it but i wanted to ask you your thoughts, even though I, I know the answer probably, but it's fun to like think about in a little bit. But like in your marriage to Owen, are you the impressed spouse or the unimpressed spouse? I'm definitely <laughs> 1000% the impressed spouse. Like anything cool he does, I'm like, that's great. Wow. Like 
like I'm like a fan girl. And he's like, good job. Yep, and maybe then, not even that. No, when I do things well, he'll say good job, or he'll say I appreciate that. But he's not easily impressed at all. At all. Oh, man. That's funny. I try. I try my hardest, you know. To impress him? I try to impress him. I don't I don't know I don't need to, though, but I try to. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Is that bad? Um, I mean, I, I from what I've listened to, like, some people, like, who are the impressed spouse, like, they try to, like, do things to get the unimpressed spouse, like, to be like, oh, that's great. Yeah. But usually they're like, eh. The, the thing is, though, Owen's personality, like, he's not gonna ever be like, most likely, he's not gonna be like, that's awesome, bro! Like, that's just not how he is, so. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's totally fine. I feel like I don't know, because obviously I'm not married, but I I feel like I don't know if I would be the impressed or the unimpressed. Because I feel like overall, like, in some ways I am unimpressed. But I'm easily, like, I am easily humored. But impression, like, you have to, like, do something where I'm like, wow, that's super cool. Yeah. But. Yes, I agree. But compared to somebody else, I could be. In fact, the impressed one. Yeah. I mean, I think compared to someone else, I could be unimpressed. They'd have to be really, really hype, though. I think compared to, like, ex-boyfriends I've had, they were both the impressed, and I was a thousand percent unimpressed. Yep, I would... Like, you know, you knew both of them. I would agree with you. I would agree. And it was, like, literally nothing against them, but I just, like... It was just, I was unimpressed. I would hardcore agree. But, but yeah, so I, th- I thought it was, that was more of a, not a deep question, but it's definitely deeper than my, um, what three items would be, what three sketchy items could you put in your cart to make someone be sketched out question, but. Yeah. It's not as fun, but it's a, it's a fun, it's, it's kind of fun in a, in a different way. It's a fun question. Yeah. I, I don't mind answering it. I'll be honest, you know, I'll answer any question. I feel like most people who would know you would be like, yes, of course, Hannah is the impressed spouse. Yeah, and like, guys, I know I seem like it, but like, I was not a cheerleader in high school, okay? <laughs> I know that it seems like I'm overly hype. I I wasn't a cheerleader. I just want to put that out there. This girl's a hype woman, but she ain't no cheerleader. I don't want to be it. I don't want to be either. You never wanted to be a cheerleader? No, I did. I actually, I cheered when I was younger, not in high school, but when I was younger. Yeah, no, I never wanted to be a cheerleader. My daughter is being a squirm squirm. She is. She likes to move it, move it. Yep. I was checking to see if she was hungry by seeing if she would suckle on my finger. But I feel like she would do that anyway. But she didn't. Oh, boy. Oh, Eden. You know, the joys of bringing a baby (laughs) on set, a.k.a. into the spare bedroom. We may need to do some editing. Probably. But that's okay. That's Hannah's job. Yep, she's the official editor-in-chief. And I (laughs) am just the... I, I write the descriptions, so you can come at me if you think they're lame. 
just come at her like really hard just do it <laughs> okay <laughs> all right that's actually probably not a good idea child that watch band is sweaty <laughs> do not ingest that oh well, i know i wear that to wake work out girl 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 Yes. Anyway, all right, so on to the topic for today. Yes, today's topic. And today's topic is like mentorship slash discipleship. And the reason why, originally I think it was just going to be about mentoring, but as I was like looking into things, um, mentor, 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 be having a mentor and being discipled. They're very similar. Yes. But they're very different. And so I thought, you know, we could, well, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about those things just because they are, I don't know, they're, they're relevant to the, like the Christian community. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's something that we could talk to about. And I'm also... Um, goodness, my brain's, my brain's fogging. It's okay. Um, but it, you know, it's a relationship that you will have or could have or did have. have. Yeah. Um, so first of all, let's talk about mentoring and then we'll, then we'll kind of talk about discipleship. Um, and then... Actually, we'll talk about mentoring, then we'll talk about how it's different from discipleship, and then we're going to talk about discipleship. Okay. And if we go on any tangents in between, then we do it. I'm all about the mentors. Oh, God, the mentors. Okay, so, pretty much, uh, first of all, just to start off, like, both words, mentor and discipleship, are not in the Bible. They're not used. Correct. So, but I think in some ways, both kind of are alluded to. Um, And I got this from just looking at some articles. Um, I have a few articles that I was looking at. Um, But I guess we'll, we'll start with mentorship. Do you know what a mentor, off the top of your head, what would you say a mentor is? So what comes to my mind is, and this is just in very generic sense, this is not like in the context of Christian circles, but I would say a mentor is somebody that um, is a person that provides counsel and um, advice and maybe like the mentee like like one would look up to this person um and and trust them so like someone that's trustworthy that maybe has some wisdom and is imparting wisdom um just somebody that you you know really would value um what they have to say but also value their ability to like listen to you and be intentional with you yeah so yeah yeah, no, that's that's good stuff. Um, that's pretty much what I pretty much have looked up. I'm sure that's what you looked up too. 
or just had or an idea. I didn't. Or you didn't, and you came up with that. But yeah, so it's this this relationship where someone is providing guidance, like guidance, guidance to uh, just coming alongside someone, um, feedback, support. I think you said, and I think we see mentorship in many different contexts, not in like church cult, like church circles. So I think of like school, whether you're in high school, sometimes there's like the the college student mentor program where the college student comes and tutors a a high school student and there's a their mentor that way. Um, you might have an advisor who's kind of like a mentor, maybe in college. Mm-hmm. Um, though an advisor, I don't know. I, there there are people who might might have a role of mentor kind of in a way um, Uh in your profession Um, at work you might have a mentor who's kind of like taking you under their wing and you might be their replacement so they're gonna like train you up um, give you support feedback etc etc and then then obviously you can kind of put that over to like the church setting, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think, I guess it would, there are definitely positions where someone could be a mentor and they're kind of just helping you out. Maybe it's a couple who's kind of like taking you under their wing. Yes. Um, maybe it's somebody who's your, your, Coming out in a different, maybe you're training up for a position. Maybe you're, um, I think like for you, Hannah, like as the wor- as someone who's helped with the worship leaders, mm-hmm. like as a worship leader at the church, your um, the the main worship leader at our church was has basically like kind of in a way was your me- like helped you as a mentor, right? Yeah. So like I think there's like this. Not, not, not there's like a function in some ways for to for, to be a mentor, right? Um, right. I'm trying to I'm trying to put my words together, which is very not very different, but it has a bit of a difference, yeah, from from discipleship or like being discipled. Uh, and what would you? Well, if if you're able to, yeah. what would you say discipleship is? Like, what is it to be discipled? To be discipled, I feel like is in a... Well, I guess you could be a discipled in a non-Christian context. Yeah. I think this is very much used in Christian circles. Yeah, so like... And that's where dis- the context we're coming from. Being discipled is someone who, like, when someone is, like, intentionally, like, I feel like teaching you like the ways of scripture and like elaborating on them and like maybe you're going through a book or maybe you're going through a a book of the bible or you know you're like doing different things and um I think like the gospel is also like central in that too Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just very, very much, I feel like, 
forwarding the gospel, but also like sharing, yeah, like elaborating on scripture, teaching scripture, all that. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one. In, in regards to like almost the difference is, is that pushing someone to make them like more like Christ. Uh, yeah. And I think that, I mean, not that you can't do that as a mentor. You can for sure do that as a mentor. Um, but I think discipleship, like whereas both mentor, being a mentor and being a discipler, I mean, it's a responsibility. It's, it's a commitment. It's something you do. Um, there is that goal in discipleship of that. And I found um, a definition uh, from an online, just like, just an article and it said discipleship is the process of learning to love and follow jesus and becoming more like him in our attitudes and actions is also seeking to make other disciples who want to do the same thing most often discipleship occurs in a relationship with a mentor we see examples of these relationships throughout scripture so it seems it's kind of like almost that inter interchangeable but not really Um, yeah so yeah discipleship um, before we talk about that, I just had a random question come to my mind. Uh, have you been, had the opportunity, I guess, to be discipled Ooh. or have, le- or have it, or is it more kind of been like a mentor kind of thing? I feel like I've more had like a mentor, um, experiences with mentors than like being discipled, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some college ministries do, like, discipleship groups. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't even a part of one of those. So, um, yeah, I I would say, though, actually, let me take that back. I did do a summer mission, and um, we had a room leader. And I think, like, it was kind of expected of her to disciple us in some ways. And um, I think she did a pretty good job. I mean... Being a room leader is kind of tough. Like, summer mission, I went through campus outreach, and, like, your schedule is just packed to the brim, and you just have, like, oh, my gosh, just (laughs) nonstop things. And then to be managing, like, three girls on top of that, if you have, like, four girls in your room, that's just a lot. So shout out to you, Karis, if you ever listen to this. You the best. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and what your mentoring thing was that that was, like, at while you were basically you were still in, in your, grad, were you a grad student? So I kind of had a mentor in grad school, but I had a more consistent mentor, mentors I would say once I started going to Grace Point. Okay. Um, and that was after, college. So, after grad school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so I had the privilege the, of just being able to... A privilege. I, I just had the, the, the cool experience of being a part of a college ministry where discipleship was a big thing. Uh, not as big as, like, the navigators, I think, but, like, they, they are very... But, but I learned so much. Uh, I was a part of crew for like while I was at SUNY Cortland and I went on a summer mission and that's where I first kind of got my 
experience with discipleship. We had like a, 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 a group leader and there were four of us girls. So, and, and she kind of like, that was part of her job as a staff was to like come alongside, like help us write our testimonies, help us like mm. kind of just like how to share your faith, how to share your, your like how you came to know Christ. Um, and she would just like meet with us, push us to like, to, you know, to the scriptures, to, you know, know, know the Lord more. And it was a pretty cool summer um, of that. And from there, I kind of took that as I went back to school and I had my little group of, I, I called them my children, I think, or my nugs. I don't know. But actually, our friend Ariel, who's been on the podcast, was one of the people in my discipleship group. The nug squad. Yeah, so, though, so not our official. There, there's a different nug squad, actually. But but actually, one of my other friends. Yeah, so, so I've had a few people who, like, come under the discipleship wing, uh, which is kind of cool. So I've got to experience that in, like, the, the college context. Yes. Um, but outside of college, I had, when I was at our old church, there was a lady who was kind of my mentor. We would just kind of, I would meet up with her and we would just kind of like talk about things, like bring things up. We'd talk about random stuff. Uh, I ended up moving before I think we could do a little bit more. But so yeah, there was a little bit of a mentorship thing there Mm -hmm. but besides that I haven't really there's been like no mentor or anything as I've been back to the Broome County area right yeah but aren't we it's like we're so blessed that we even can sit here on this podcast and say we were disciple yeah oh for sure like that's pretty rare I hate to say it I feel like it's pretty rare yeah and at least in our community I feel like it is Mm -hmm. um so I'm thankful but yeah 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 it'd be cool to have a mentor of some sort yes like like maybe from the church or something but yeah I don't know how I don't know how you go well we can talk about later about how you could go about doing that um (laughs) application Yes, that's my favorite. Oh yeah, so maybe maybe we'll talk to H- Hannah can answer that question once we get there. Oh snap! <laughs> um, Eden is asleep. Everybody. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, basically we already talked about the difference between the two. It already just came out. Yeah, but we did. Um, before we talk about kind of like. Oh, wait. No. Wait, I kind of have a question for you. Oh, okay. Have you ever had, like, a bad experience within your discipleship or mentorship? Like, or something that happened where it was like, oh, it was a little awkward, or, oh, it was a little cringe, or maybe something you didn't want to bring up, but then they asked you a really hard question, you were like, oh, man... Um, you know, it's a really good question. <laughs> There's nothing that comes to mind. Yeah. I'm trying to, to reach far back into the corners of my brain because back where discipleship was a thing, that was like, you know, eight years ago. 
yeah. eight, nine, eight, seven, eight years ago. So it's been quite a bit. And then the mentor thing was still a few years ago, at least. I don't know, at least four years ago. So mm-hmm. I don't remember if there was anything. Why? Do you? Um, I can only think of one thing. It's not necessarily bad, but like I was given a book that I feel like was geared towards like maybe someone who's like a bit younger and like that had to do with like um like sexual immorality and stuff and like I was reading through it and I just it was kind of like all stuff I already knew and Mm. like but it was it was nice and still like good things to to look at but I felt like it was something that I should have been given in high school. I don't know. Mm. Like, just a little too young, I guess. But that's kind of the only thing. Nothing super cringy. Like, I remember, though, talking to my room leader who discipled me, like, very, very, like, bluntly about something. And, like, people around us, like, a girl around us who was from a different room was like, how do you guys just, like, have those conversations? And we were like, this is the way it is. Like, we just... We talk straight with each other, like... And I think if you do have a mentor or you are someone who's mentoring or discipling, like, that is the way to go. Like, obviously, you have to build a relationship before you, like, start straight shooting, like, like the hard questions. But I think, like, if you are a mentor or in a position where you're, like, meeting up with someone and, like, you know... If you're going through a book or a Bible study with them, like, as you go along through that, like, you should be asking hard questions, especially if, you know, your goal is to push them towards Christ, like, right. whether you're a mentor or you're, or you call yourself a discipler or whatever it is, like, you still should be, <laughs> like, asking the tough things. Yeah. Um, because that keeps them accountable and... Yeah, and also if they ask you questions and whatever, vice versa, they ask you, you know, your thoughts on things, like, in a way, that kind of pushes you to also be on guard, to know your scripture, to know what's up, Mm -hmm. like, to be in a place where, you know, you're able to answer those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And this this also kind of, I mean, it works if you're, whether you're a small group leader, whether you're a discipler, like, whatever but the difference between that is more one-on-one right like if you're discipling someone maybe it's like a couple people but like usually mentor or stuff like that that's more like a one-on-one thing it's not like a whole like small group kind of thing yeah but you can push someone to grow you you can ask the the sharp questions in a small group if you guys you know have that relationship yeah but yeah i don't know definitely ask those questions they should yeah I think if you have a mentor and they're not asking you hard questions maybe ask them to ask you hard questions yeah because maybe they don't like maybe they've never been a mentor before maybe they don't know what to be asking or what like you know what's up so I mean there's no harm in like you said asking okay can you please ask me how I'm doing about XYZ? Yeah, be like, grill me. Grill me. I need you to grill me like a burger. 
on a grill. I feel like I would go on a steak. Groom me like a steak. If you guys like steak, <laughs> slide into our DMs. <laughs> I've been watching too much Parks and Rec lately. Oh, man. I feel like the random comments are just spewing. Oh, you have been going through Parks and Rec. What season yeah, are you on? Sorry, side down. We're on season two. Okay. So, once you get through the first season, like, yeah. the first season, you have to jump on though over. i was enjoying it like but I you've already like, watched season one though before yeah i was like oh this is gonna be like so slow like it was the time before and i was loving it hmm maybe marriage changed you or like you said or like i said it was your second time around so you already knew it was up yeah or i just yeah maybe that's why and i also appreciate the characters too so yeah yeah all right now we're going back from our little detour of Parks and Rec. Yep, sorry guys. I, I, lo- I love Leslie Nope. You are Leslie Nope. Oh, she's kind of flaky. But you're also a different character as well. What did we talk about? Tom Haverford? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, that's Owen's second favorite character, so. Who's his favorite? Ron Swanson. Oh. Yeah. 100%. And you are not a Ron Swanson at all. No, I mean, I I think he's f- hilarious, but... No. He's not my favorite character, I don't think. Is your Who's is your favorite? Leslie. Leslie, okay. Yeah. Then Tom's probably my second. Hey, you know? He's just hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. Anyway, sorry. Reel back to focus. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, so, as we were saying earlier, discipleship and mentoring is not in the Bible. However, we can see, like, many example of these mm-hmm. things. Um, we see... I I was looking through um I was on desiringgod.org and they had mm. a um article and in that article it says like like I'm using like a lot <laughs> but if the if the the goal of discipleship is to push someone towards maturity like we have some you know, things in scripture that tell us to do so. So mm-hmm. Titus 2.4 um, says older women are to train the younger women. Um, 2 Timothy 2.2, Paul trained Timothy to train others. Trained Timothy to train others so that they would train others. So like disciples making disciples making disciples. Um, Ephesians 6.4, fathers are to train their children. So it's you know, Owen's job as husband and father to train your child, but also you as your mother, you are to both train your child. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's not New Testament, but that's just, you know, there. Um, the Matthew twenty eight twenty missionaries are to teach the nations everything Jesus commanded, and missionaries like we're talking about not just overseas, but even we are called to go mm-hmm. and make disciples right. to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, 
And then Hebrews 3.13 says all Christians, well, not the scripture verse, but the note beside it says all Christians are to exhort each other every day to avoid sin and to stir up each other to love and good works. And then that's also referenced in Hebrews 10.24 and 25, um, which is, I mean, you can do that in friendship, but also as a mentor, <laughs> you know, you are coming alongside and pushing that person in that way. Um, First Peter 4.10, all Christians are to use their gifts to serve others. And then um, it, this one says, also references Acts 18.24 and 26 with Priscilla and Aquila who um, explained the, like, more of God accurately to Apollos. So it's an example of that discipleship of like, hey, like, you've heard this, but... Mm-hmm. here's more right here's here's the truth so yes there's i think there's like that go and make disciples which is like sharing christ to someone um coming along someone in that and then you further go into discipleship by saying like hey you know this is more of god this is how you read the bible maybe or even if someone has been a believer for a while, it's like going through a book of something that's maybe a topic that's going to push you like to grow deeper in your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then even say you, someone, someone came to know Christ, you're kind of giving them the basics and you're helping them grow. It's like, okay, so then now this is how you are to go forth. And then like I said, disciples making disciples, like that chain where it just keeps on going. Yes. I forgot to mention that in my definition, but yeah, it's like when you're discipling, it's like the goal is to multiply. Yeah. So that like the goal is, okay, I'm going to disciple this person in hopes that they would disciple someone and that they would disciple someone and and so on and so forth. Yeah. It's like creating that generation, creating that like the, the, the ancestors of the faith no that sounds a little that sounds a little weird but (laughs) (laughs) it's a little culty but like I can think of like okay so someone discipled me on a mission Mm -hmm. from there I came and brought forth that to my discipleship group and then from there like those people who were a part of those groups or small groups or you know that discipleship stuff then went on to have their own groups. Yes. So, you know, it's it's pretty cool to see, like, what that what that does. And I think now, okay, would you say that discipleship is more of a short-term thing or a long-term thing? I mean, I think it can be both. Okay. I think, like... When I was discipled by my room leader, that was a short-term discipleship. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never been long-term discipled. So, yeah. I think it can be both. Do you, would you agree or are you, do you have a different stance? No, I think so. I, I think there's both short and long-term. I guess I was just like, should you, like, obviously you can have a mentor for a really long time. Right. I mean, mentorship can also be short-term or long-term. Right. Um, so, 
I don't know. I guess I was just thinking because, like, obviously at some point you are then, you know, supposed to go and kind of, like, maybe in some way you're able to disciple or you're able to be a mentor. Like, you can't always just stay on the sidelines. But. Right. So if it, and it I don't know. I, I guess overall I agree it's short and long term. Yeah. But. I was just, I guess my my brain is thinking through the things that I'm trying to talk because that's just a question I came up on the whim. Oh. <laughs> that's that's why I was just thinking about that because, because there are some, I mean, there are some aspects of life where like, I don't know, you are part of a group and then all of a sudden your circumstances change. Like, I don't know, for example, you're part of a young adult group. And then you kind of outgrow that group. Yeah. Um, maybe you were, this is just a hypothetical, not an actual situation, but maybe you were discipled or mentored by one of the leaders of that group. You probably stay in contact, but you might, and they might be, like, be a friend, a mentor and stuff, but like you're now maybe moving on to an older singles group or a married couples group or a, you know, some other group where then there might be other opportunities where you have a mentor in a different stage of life. Oh. I don't know. Like a different... Like a different... And you would say that's long-term. Um, like a different mentor? Yeah. I mean, that one could be more long-term, but... Yeah. Like, so if, like, I guess different stages of life, sometimes you might, like... I don't know. Yeah, you have you have different circles of different mentors, I think, in yeah. different stages of life. Because that's true. Like, I stopped going to the young adult group when I was dating Owen. And that, which, like, you know, we could have kept going, but we had other groups we were going to, and it was just kind of, our week was kind of filling up. But I noticed with that group, though, it's like once people get married, they, like, stop going, and they go to a different group. Yeah. That's a little more, like, has people who could mentor them in their life stage, um, you know, in a more relatable way. Like, you know, it's like you're a part of a married group. You're being mentored by a married couple. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you couldn't be mentored as a single man or woman, like, outside of, like, being in a, like, like you could be discipled by a married couple right um but it makes more sense in a way if you're a married couple or maybe you're dating recently engaged then you're being mentored by like a an older couple yeah i don't know yeah i'm sure there are i'm sure people have their thoughts on this yeah i think so but anyway yeah that was that was my thought on that yeah no i would agree and I feel like that happened to me when I moved down here is like I had one mentor who was kind of mentoring me in my singleness and then when I got engaged and or no when I started dating somebody I had like a different mentor yeah and like had a different mentor through the dating and engagement period but it wasn't like intentional it just kind of happened that way and sometimes life just flows that way but, yeah. So, any comments left on, like, just discipleship or mentorship? So, do you recommend 
getting a mentor. Yes, 100%. I feel like it's so good to have, like, that person to hold you accountable and to... And I looked up some stuff just about accountability. I don't know if you did, but... I didn't, but I did... I thought about it, but I forgot to. Yeah, it's good to have that person to hold you accountable and, um, like, kind of encourage you in your walk. Um, So I think it's a super good idea. Um, It's not easy to come by, though, and you don't want just, like, anybody... Oh, yeah. Like, you definitely want to pray about it and see, like, what is the best, like, option. Yeah. So, kind of, I feel like that segues into, like, so, Hannah, you're, you're thinking, maybe, like, Hannah, I want to, I want a mentor. How do I, like, besides praying, how do I go about finding a mentor? So, I mean, it kind of depends on how long, like, first of all, I would say, you don't want to look for a mentor who's, like, not a Christian if you're a Christian. Facts. So, like, that's just, like, kind of, that's level one, you know, pretty obvious. But then, you know, you want to, it depends on how long you've been at your church. I feel like looking for, like, someone at your church is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, seeing if, like, I remember just kind of, at the way I went about it is, like, this lady who was a part of our small group, um, she was like, she seemed really friendly, and I was like, well, she's a part of our small group, so, um, like, you know, I'm sure she would enjoy, um, you know, or she wouldn't mind if I, like, asked her just what her availability was like for mentoring. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's kind of how I went about it. I was like, okay, I looked at my church and then like in a smaller group of my church. Um, and then, you know, she was like, yeah, that'd be great. But I had to kind of take the initiative. Yeah. Like I, I wasn't just like, okay, God, plop me a mentor and. (laughs) Plop me a mentor. Boom. Like I had to take the initiative. Were you putting that in your quote log? Absolutely. Okay, God, plop me a mentor. (laughs) Yeah, that's not how it works. Yeah, I think I noticed that it's it. You there is some initiative, which is kind of like hard, because, like, if you don't know what you're looking for, you're like, wow, like, how am I supposed to find somebody? And you're like, who would even want to? Who has the time? I don't want to bother anybody. Like, I feel like that's a big thing. Is like feeling that you don't want to like. not waste but like make somebody's life already busier than it probably already is especially if that mentor has children right um which i mean that's cool if like maybe they have grown children or whatever but yeah yeah it's still it's still hard and it's like how are you supposed to know if they're willing um there's actually it's actually cool uh, a church in Cortland. um Faith Baptist Church, they started this ministry called, they did like a Titus 2 ministry where they had like all, mm. like you could sign up or something like that and like older women and younger women in the church would come together and I think they did like Bible studies or something, but like it was kind of like almost like that mentoring prog- progress. I don't know if it was a big group or whatever. I just heard about it, but like 
that's super cool. Yeah. Um, so that brings like women's ministry together, but also that older and younger. And it's like cool to see who's willing to like put in the work to be like, yeah, like I want to come alongside a younger person. Yeah. Which that would be really cool to see at Grace Point because I feel like there are a lot of like wise like women there. Absolutely. People with experience. I mean, you don't even have to be like, I don't know. I feel like you could be late 30s, early 40s. You could be 50s and 60s. Like you don't have to be like 60 with like whatever. Like you could be a mentor. Mm Mm-hmm. Like in your 40s, in your 30s, like you can be. Yeah. Um, of course, life experience might look different. Like if it's a single 30-year-old and you're married, that mm-hmm. might maybe, you know, maybe it could work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it also might be, I don't know, you might not be able to see, see eye to eye. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a big disconnect, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's actually a lot of older women who, like, have this I mentality of, like, what do I have to offer? Like, I am just Sally with the cats, and I... <laughs> I'm just a cat what? lady, or, like... <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> okay. Maybe... The... <laughs> Maybe that's pushing it a little too far, but, like... <laughs> But they feel like they don't have anything to offer. Yeah. I feel like that's such a lie. And I feel like our, um, like us millennials, we love like passing on wisdom, even though we're like not that old yet, but like probably not that wise either. And not that wise, but I'm like, yeah, I'd love to mentor a college student. And like, it's like, there's this like fire to like do it. And then like the like boomers, they're like, oh, I don't have anything to give. So it's like, what are you talking about? You do have a lot of stuff to give. Yeah. It's like, come on. I want to hear like what it's like to be a mother of five. That how is it be hard. how is it being a mother of 13 give give me give me your oh. story oh gosh yeah but it's like the even just them telling us their like what they do in a day-to-day situation with their five kids or yeah with their five kids who are grown up and are have their own families yeah you know it's like just hearing their stories is helpful yeah, and it's not like, okay, like, everything this person says is, like, rule and gold or whatever. Like, no, but, like, still to get advice, too. Especially, I mean, for you as a mom, mm-hmm. like, a new mom, mm-hmm. you know, like, you, you're like, all the advice I can get is cool. Yeah, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, I don't, I mean. By God's grace alone. There's a lot of things that I've already kind of been, like, whoops, but it happens you have more of a chance to fail when you're with this when you're with your baby like 24 7 yeah way more opportunities to fail yeah than when you're a babysitter (laughs) yeah that's the difference uh i feel like if i were to ever have children that'd be like kind of a big like reality check because i might be good with kids but have i had to spend 24 hours like 24 7 with a kid Mm -hmm. with a baby no i have not you could do it though it's different when it's your own baby i'm sure i'm sure maybe one day the lord will bless me with that opportunity yeah like you won't do it perfectly but you can do like anyone can do it 
Yeah. But, yeah. So, so tips. The, so that's it. You know, making sure, you know, if you are a follower of Christ, which the, the podcast is basically geared toward that. So follower of Christ, you want a mentor who is a follower of Christ, especially if you're looking toward to like grow deeper in your faith. Yep. Because it'd be different if you were like at work and you needed a mentor. Like, okay, that's that's different. Yeah, we're not talking. No, we're about not that. talking about work, school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We're talking about God. Yeah. So you want someone who is a follower of Christ who desires to push you, who will remind you of the gospel. Um, hey. To remind you that you, especially like a reminder of who you once were, you know, or. Ooh. That you were dead in your sins, that you were raised to life through Christ, and it is only by His grace alone that you are saved. Yeah. Um, that you have eternal life, Amen. and like as believers, like we need the to preach the gospel daily to ourselves, and it you know it's great to have like someone who is also there alongside you to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. Hannah, you're not my mentor, but you are my friend who does push me towards Christ in that way. It reminds me of the gospel in that. So like you not only need friends, but you need like like you can have a mentor, but also friends who will push you towards Christ. Yeah. And I think someone who like genuinely genuinely wow. Genuinely. Someone who genuinely loves the Lord and wants to talk about the things of God, not just wants to be like, What'd you do over the weekend? How was your dinner? What kind of diapers do you use? Did you have coffee or tea for breakfast? Yeah, like you want to, you want someone who's gonna have those deep combos with you, yeah. and who's gonna be like, what, like, where are the ways you've fallen short this week? Yeah, you know, have you confessed your sin? Yeah. What sin have you confessed? Yeah. Oof. Ooh. I need someone asking me those questions. I need a more consistent mentor. Taking applications. No. Same. Well, I don't have a mentor. So, taking applications for a mentor. <laughs> Just kidding. You don't have to You don't apply. have to apply. Same thing with our Instagram, you know, <laughs> position. You don't have to apply. It's not even a real position. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. But yeah, so, yeah, someone who will push you towards the Lord. And um, I think there are cool instances where, you know, there is that, okay, you're making disciples so you not that you are the one who can save anyone but by sharing the gospel with someone maybe someone comes to know christ that they you know hey they put their faith and hope and trust in jesus christ as their lord and savior and then from there you're you kind of help them grow right you know that's cool yep we're all about the growth here all about the growth no staying stagnant (sighs) yeah man if you really want to grow, just have a child. Oh my gosh. Or just be in your Bible. Ooh. That's better. That's the better option. <laughs> Don't listen to me. I'm I mean, signing I'm, off. <laughs> I'm sure they'll help you grow in a lot of things. Patience, etc., etc. Just be in your Bible, yeah. guys. Be in the word, learn your Bible, (laughs) preaching to myself also, be in your Bible, Um, pray, be in community. Like if you're struggling with finding a mentor, because I struggled with this for a long time, like, and you're just like, where can I get some good wisdom? Read Proverbs. Mm -hmm. I feel like, because I mean, 
I'm saying this because I'm going through Proverbs right now, but, like, I feel like I'm reading through, like, a mentor's words when I'm reading through Proverbs. Ooh. Like, that's some good heat, you know? Ooh. So I would, I would say read through Proverbs if you, and, like, in addition to whatever study you're going through or whatever book you're going through mm-hmm. on your own time. Um, and just keep praying and asking for one because it can be frustrating. I was going to say also, I think there, if you're looking for somebody too, I think if you reach out to like the pastor at your church and just be like, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Do you know of anybody that like might want to do this? Who, you know, wants to be a part of this? That I could like reach out to, and you know, maybe there's a couple of names. Maybe someone's like, eh, I'm a bit too busy, or oh, no, I can't do that. But there might be someone who, especially if the pastor knows you, and they're like, oh, you know, this person might be a good fit for you. Like, we're mm-hmm. gonna try to match you up. Right. You never know. Maybe I'll take my own advice. Yes. You really never know, but that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. I just thought about that now. It just it literally just came into my head. The Proverbs thing literally just came into my head. <sighs> wow. We're all about improv here. We are, that's pretty much a lot of today. Improving. Improverbs. <laughs> <laughs> Improving in Proverbs. Uh, now we're going to go. <laughs> Emily and I are on a different level today. I'm just going to say it. I think I'm tired. You're tired. I think we're both very we're out both of it. tired out of it. But here we are. We're doing it for you guys. We're doing it for the vine. Actually, we are doing it to glorify God and Absolutely. hoping that it blesses you guys in the process. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But I was just thinking. You know how we we're talking about examples of like mentorship in the Bible. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus mentored the disciples. Oh, for sure. How could we? forget to give the biggest example (laughs) (laughs) like yes and he discipled them he did both he made disciples and was like yo preach the gospel yeah he's like don't tell people when you do good yeah he like he did like come up aside that he he was like discipling his disciples yeah he's like don't make a show of yourself yeah. guys he wasn't like just a mentor i feel like he was just like he was legit just they're called the disciples yeah legit <laughs> how could we miss this how did we miss this <laughs> it just popped into my head again Pop. actually i think it was in an article that i did read and i for, and i was like oh i should talk about that and then i forgot about it until you said something Holy Spirit. Activate. I Oh, I didn't want to say it, but you said it. Oh. No, no. Cringe. Cringe, cringe. We don't like the Holy Spirit Activate song. Yeah, no. It just came to my head. <laughs> it's not super biblical. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, uh, any other oh. last minute questions, comments, concerns? Uh, let, me, let me see here. I... I feel like there's just some verses that, like, just to even more support, like, why we're saying this is a good idea, um, like, these are verses more about counsel, but, like, Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety, so it's, like, it's for your safety to have a mentor or someone, like, holding you accountable, 
um, a someone who's discipling you. Um, and then another Proverbs, Proverbs twelve fifteen. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So, and I think, like, you know, check your heart. Like, are you willing to listen to advice? Like, you're probably not wanting a mentor if you're not willing to listen to other people's advice. Oh! So, like, you know, be ready for that. Like, if you're, like, not ready to hear it, don't even... Like, you, you probably got to go to the Lord and and pray. I, I, I take that back. I wouldn't say don't seek it out, but, like, just be ready because, like, you might hear, you might uh, be told some things that you're not ready to hear or that you don't want to hear. Yeah. And I think, I think that's one thing with having, like you said, with having a, a mentor, you have to be, like, you should be ready to hear, especially if you need the hard, the if you are asked hard questions. Yeah, um, a good mentor might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And that's pushing you out of your comfort zone, helping you grow. Yeah. They're sharpening you. They're trying to sharpen you. Iron sharp as iron sharp as iron. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Was that on your list? Nope, just pulled it up. Oh, I hey. Pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> I pull up. Okay. Uh, you know that might be our cue to end. <laughs> pull ups. Gonna need those one day. <laughs> For my child, actually, no, I'm not really a fan of those anyway you don't like pull-ups well not for potty training i mean there's other ways to do potty training but i mean just pull-ups in general oh yeah pull-ups are fine but not for potty training yeah yeah anyway we're not talking about potty training right now <laughs> oh man <laughs> anyway. i'm the worst anyway tangents today all right well i think that's is it did you have any other scripture was that it uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on this lovely episode that we have here uh, of Life Set Apart. And we will talk to you guys next time.